Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Bobby Moore and Sir Jeff Hurst The Trevor Brookin and Billy Bones Paolo Dicano West Ham Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. This is more than just a podcast. Podcast. Season 9, episode 3. I know I put episode 4 on the actual um, running order, but don't worry about that, even if there was a running order. Uh, Tonight, uh, we have just two of us, uh, I will say in the studio, but we're not in the studio if we've never mentioned that before. Um... Yes, we do, because we say, where are you and what are you doing? Who, me? Yeah. All oh, right, I'm in my shed. Yeah, so we know you're not in the studio because you're in your shed. And, uh, uh, yeah, I'm in Thames Ditton uh, recording. Still in my old shed, because the new shed's you... not here yet. Well, Even we should have you a segment. started Shed Wars last week. Shed, shed Wars, you yeah, know, Shed Wars. I, I, I see it, I thought, oh, why did I say something, you know? So why don't you tell the listeners, give us a little shed update. Um, so you, you've had a shed and you're quite well known for being Shed Man and you've taken the Americans, show them and, and put flags up and everything. But then Gonzo from Hammers Chat, Chris, uh, bought a bigger shed and you had a bit of shed envy and then you announced, and I'm sure it wasn't related at all, that you were getting a bigger shed. Well, I, 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 you know, that sounds like a Claret and Hugh story there because actually... It's obviously a load of false crap because uh, Chris, for one, is doing an honourable thing and building his own shed. Uh, two, looking at what he's built, is still smaller than what I've got. Oh, really? <laughs> yes, uh, it is. And three, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm getting a bigger shed. The reasons for it were... My son wanted a shed like I got, so but I've got to go to the bottom of the garden where my shed's at the back of the house. So, in in exchange for me going to the bottom of the garden, uh, I said I'll go down there, but only if I get a bigger shed than what I've got. So go on, let's talk about sizes. What what size is your current shed? My current shed is, um, 
about 18 feet by 12 or 13. Okay, and the new shed? Uh, it's going to be... Oh, no, I've just overplayed my shed. So the new oh, shed is going to be five and a half metres wide. Oh, you've got metres now, haven't we? Yeah. The Americans won't know what that is. So I've just dropped that down. Actually, I'll tell you, the current shed I've got, I think I'll just give the current sizes, is about, it's four and a half metres. So that's 12. It's about 13, 14 metres I've got at the moment. So I'm basically gaining an extra metre per wall. Okay. Not well, a lot, will allow, but enough. That will allow you to increase your West Ham collection. Anyway, it's well, not, it's a not about podcast. increasing the collection. Yeah. It's about helping me display what I've got better. Okay. <laughs> so it's a bit of a mishmash at the moment. Anyway, last thing I want to say, if you've got a bigger West Ham shed than uh, Gonzo or uh well, it don't have to shed be bigger, doesn't it? If people want to show us their man caves or whatever. Or just, yeah, send us your West Ham some shed pictures. Of really good ones. There's a couple on Twitter. That Probably the, the best one is a bloke in Perth, Australia, one of the Perth Hammers. And it's a shame it's in Australia because I think he outstrips me in in the quality of, of stuff that when, he's got. When you say it's a shame it's on Australia, are you saying Australians don't count? Or, well, or it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's a shame that, that it's so far away that other people probably can't get to enjoy it. Okay. You know, because obviously, you know, West Ham fans that know me can come around and have a look. Obviously, Surrey yeah. being so far away from where I live, you've never been. Well, I've never seen them. I will take an invitation yes. to come and see your shed. All right. right. Anyway, let's move on because it's not a shed podcast. So we've, uh, since the last time we spoke, which was only last Monday, uh, we've had, have we had two games? Yeah. 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 We played Hertha Berlin. Um, and we played uh, Athletica Bilbao in the Betway Cup. Yeah, great. Won one, lost one. Yes. Or was it Drew one? Yeah. Well, well what, did, did you watch yeah. both games, Nigel? Uh, I watched the second half of the uh, Eartha Kit game. Okay, yeah. That's what I watched. And you, how about the wet wake up? Uh, no, I was out, wasn't I? Because it was my mum's seventieth. Oh yeah. So well, this is going to be interesting because I didn't watch the bet wake up either. Oh, right. So I've no idea what happened at the bet wake up because I was out. I was camping in the new forest. Well, um, I thought you should say you was camping in the new. Then I'm glad you no, carried on. I was camping in the new forest. All right, that's, I did watch the Hertha uh, uh, Berlin. Um, so what was your? Uh, you watched half of it. What was well, your view? My view was. Shaky at the back. Urfa could have had a couple of more goals. When it was two all, um, it looked, was it 3 2 up? Did they go? They yeah, went they 2 0 up. They went no, 2 0 up. Didn't they go 3 2 up? Um, 5 3, wasn't it? It was 5 3 it ended. I thought they went 3 2 up. They went 3 2 up. And it looked, they could have had yeah, a I couple think, more chances, you know. I think you might be right. Yeah. Actually. I can't remember exactly. There were so many goals, it was hard to work yeah, out who it, was scoring. It was, it, was, it, it, it was like an exhibition match, you know, when you've yeah. been to those testimonials. Whose turn is it to score now? Right, go on then. Well, that's that was what, a bit unfair. You know, they, they blasted over wide. They, you know, they didn't take their chances. And then all of a sudden, 
don't know if it was the substitutions. He brought Antonio on, didn't he? And then yeah. it sort of changed but, I mean, he the game played, a bit. Again, he played 20-odd players. Yeah. I mean... You don't get a lot. You know, the reason why I don't go mad in pre-season is it's all about players getting to play again, getting the field of ball, getting their fitness ready. The result is secondary. You, you want to see, a, you know, you want to see a performance. And, you know, I don't know, we didn't see the Betway Cup, but 2-0 down and got it back to 2-all with two goals in a minute. So Lanzini scoring again. Uh, Ala has got his goal. You know, yeah. all, you know, the, we're, we're, we're getting goals, which is good. It's what you want to see. And yeah. we're just a bit dodgy at the back, maybe. But then again, yeah. personally speaking... I look at it and think, well, look, I sat through four years of that twat Allardyce. And if if we lose games 4-3, but win games 4-3 as well, we're going to have a lot of fun this season. We are. Yeah. And that's the way I see it. I'm really looking forward to the season. I remember that Liverpool um, uh, team once did that. You know, they, they conceded of just fewer than they scored. Yeah. Do you remember that? Who was that? Which team was that? Under who? Um, that was the the mid to late nineties when it under Roy Evans yeah. and 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 Gerard when Gerard Ullier came in. Yeah, and it was like every game was like five four, or they yeah. just scored one more than they could see. You know, but that, that that that's great. At the end of the day, personally speaking, I don't, I still don't think we got the squad to finish top six. And yeah. I'm not really bothered about finishing top six, to be fair, if I'm honest. Am I bothered about where we finish? No. I want to be entertained. Go out there, try and score as many goals. If we win as many games as we lose, we'll be all right. We'll have fun. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, um, if I, I haven't got a lot more to add, except I didn't take either game too seriously. Well, I didn't take the other game seriously because I didn't go uh, to the Betway Cup. 38,000 did, and that means that they did break even. So uh, 33,000 was their break-even point because they had to spend about 150 to 200 grand just to the stadium owners to open the stadium for the day because it's not part of the contract. And they had to pay 130 grand to Atletica Balbao uh, as, a, as a fee uh, for coming over. So they just about scraped a small profit, which I'm sure you'll be glad to know. Um, well, so it look, was worth you know, me. even if they didn't scrape with profit, they, they, I see a lot of people taking their young kids. Yeah, in, that's good. You know, and at the end of the day, th- there may be people that sit there and go, oh, 38,000, ain't a sellout. You know, it must have been like a ghost town. I'll tell you what, and I've, which is mad, at the bowling, even for Julian Dix's testimonial against Atletico Bilbao, I bet you yeah. there was only 20,000 or less there. Yeah, well, we'll look that up. Um, so, uh, you know, at the end of the day, for whatever reason, because for the life of me, I can't work it out, more people do want to watch us in that god-awful stadium. Yeah. Well, I think they've done all right this pre-season. They went to China, which got them a, apparently a seven-figure fee. Uh, I don't know the exact fee, but I'm told it's seven-figure. They got all their expenses paid for flying out to China and the hotels and everything and out-of-pocket expenses. The China money paid for the rest of the two trips. So the two trips to Austria with the hotels and the flights and the, you know, all the extra hiring fees, 
the Chinese trip funded the two um, summer camps in Austria. Well, Austria, one of them was because I thought the money would have been paid to West Ham and they put it all in the central kitty, and then. It just pays for what it pays. I love the way it, the way you try and justify. It funded. It funded. I'm going to justify so flying three quarters of the way around the world to play in a meaningless tournament. And how can we justify it? Oh, yeah, let's say it paid for the training camps that might have been booked before we booked to go to China anyway. Yeah. Don't. Anyway, never pleasing you. Um, <laughs> uh, Oxford. Reese Oxford, since the last time we spoke, Reese Oxford is gone, mm-hmm. finally. Uh, we got an out for him, basically. He was sold for £2.1 million to Augsburg. Um, he, the £2.1 million, which is €2.3 million, Euros we received, uh, had to be paid in bonuses to both the player and the agent. To, for him to agree to take a cut in his wages. So as it's widely reported he was on 20 grand a week. We've got that off the books now, but he had to take a drop to, to move to the German right. Bundesliga. Now, while I get the message, yeah. yeah, that is something that's gone on for years and years. Now, What has? Well, paying players to leave football clubs. Yeah, of course. I'm just giving. I know, a bit but of the way you do it, the way you jazz it up, you know what you do. The way you jazz it up, like, oh, we had to pay this money to make him leave. Like he took the money, like, like he was greedy yeah. or, or whatever. Where actually, I've known, you know, a West Ham player that, that left the club, and he was, I think, six months or a year into a, a five-year contract, and because he had an arse for leave, West Ham had to pay up all his bonuses. So I don't know if Reece Oxford had asked to leave, had he? Because generally, normally what happens... I think he... I, I don't know if he'd put... Oh, right, so there's a difference. This is, he, yeah. hadn't put in a, right. he hadn't put in a transfer request because, as everyone knows, if you put in a transfer request, you lose what's called... There's one of two clauses. One yeah. is a loyalty bonus that you get paid for being at the club at certain points, usually in the summer. And there's another one called a signing-on bonus. Now, when you sign, this wouldn't have been applicable to Reece Oxford because obviously he's started at West Ham. But a signing-on bonus is something, a multi-million pound deal, which is paid in installments over the life of your contract. Um, The rule is, if you put in a transfer request, you lose the remaining amount of your... um, loyalty oh, sorry you're, you're signing on bonus in fact some clubs even write in you have to pay back the stuff you've already you lose the whole thing and you have to pay back what you've already received um so if free socks would have one it would have been a loyalty bonus hmm. but I, I doubt it because he was an he was the highest paid academy player at twenty thousand pound a week people have said an attitude did you see what darren bent said no because I know how you like to follow the stories on, on Clarence Hughes, so I'm sure... Um, I must have missed that one. Go on. Darren, Darren Bent <laughs> said, a few years back, everyone was raving about him and saying he was going to United, Spain, all these clubs wanted him. Then all of a sudden, the want for him died off. Maybe it's down to him, in himself, his attitude. In two years' time, for you to have the world at your oyster and a choice of where you wanted to go... It's really, really surprising. I can't understand it. You can never really criticise West Ham's development of players. They've got a good uh, tradition over the years. So he's basically saying, 
what a lot of other people are saying, what I've heard, is he, he, he turned into a big time Charlie after he got his pay rise, 20 grand a week. And of course, that's the club's fault for giving him that. And um, his attitude stank and he was never the, the, um, the same player again. He didn't fulfil his potential at West Ham. Hmm. I mean, there's always two sides to every story, isn't there? Yeah, there is. You know, I don't, you know... Do you know the other one then? No, no, I can only surmise that um, he he came in, he played a few games, he did well. He was The thing is, he was very young. But for Bilic to throw him in in that game, which was Bilic's first league game, remember? Obviously, he'd been at the club, yeah. we'd had the early Europe games. But it was the first game of the season away at Arsenal. So for Bilic to throw him in and for him to play the way that he did, obviously showed the ability he had. The fact then that, I don't know, did we push him aside? Did he have injuries? I can't remember now. I remember watching him, um, I think that season or the season after, first season at the OS, I watched him at Dagenham. I was going to watch the under-23s play and he was probably only 17, 18 at the time. And he was head and shoulders, the best player for me on the pitch. Yeah. So, whether there's, there's stories that come out quite a bit about, oh, he's got attitude problem. Oh, he's got attitude problem. Oh, he's got an attitude problem. Different players all seem to have attitude problems when the clubs sell them on. So, there's a bit of me that thinks... Is there something behind the scenes? I don't know. I don't know either. All I know is what I'm told. So, Yeah, but you're told from one side of the story, aren't you? Well, I sometimes get told by different people. So I get sometimes corroboration. Sometimes. Someone else. Sometimes. Sometimes. Anyway, let's let's move on. Uh, In other news, uh, West Ham keeper... Nathan Trott has returned to West Ham. Uh, and initially, I was told this morning, I know I work in Wimbledon, and I know a number of AFC Wimbledon fans, uh, some of them quite close to the club, and, and some of them know Wally Downs. And initially, I, they said, Sean, what's going on? You know, Wally Downs is saying it's a groin. Someone else said it was a broken finger. And someone else said he's using it as an excuse to go back because he's not happy at Wimbledon. He, he, he trained all pre-season with AFC Wimbledon. And a lot of people were surprised that Nathan Trott was going to a League One side in AFC Wimbledon um, rather than a championship club. Um, But he missed the first game against Rotherham, which ended in defeat because League One's kicked off already. Uh, Wally Downs, and I'm sure you remember Wally Downs from West Ham fame and some other fame which we won't talk about on this podcast, um, said he's got a little bit of a groin problem uh, West Ham are looking at him and have taken it out of our hands. Uh, really, so that's ongoing. We'll see where we are next week. So I, I don't know if there's a hidden message in there from Wally Down saying they might cancel the loan or it might be a longer problem. And, and someone had told me, again, it was an AFC Wimbledon fan, so I don't know how true it is. He had a groin problem before he even joined AFC Wimbledon on loan. So Look, if it is a groin problem, then the natural yeah. thing is for a club like that to send the, the player back to the, yeah. the parent club. At the end of the day, if he has got a going problem, no disrespect to Wimbledon, I'd rather our people looked after him 
because yeah. I'd imagine you know we've got a better quality of of um, fitness and injury and medics yeah. staff and you know private clinics and all that and I can't see you know Wimbledon AFC Wimbledon booking him into yeah. the spire to be looked at if you get me drift yeah. so yeah actually I, I, I you know send him back let's see you know could be in a couple of months he's fit or whatever whether Wimbledon keep his registration but he's back with us and we're looking after him. Well they they've they've called it their old keeper back apparently is what I oh, heard. Right. I don't know what's going on. I did try and ask the club but most of the people uh, at the club uh, certainly in the media department are on holiday or paternity leave at the moment so I'm not getting a lot of joy uh, for asking sensible yeah. questions there. Uh all I was referred to by someone was to say well Wally Downs has already uh, said he's got a groin problem you know well, Honestly, let's get him back. And at the end of the day, we can reassess, get him fit, see where he is, push him out in Jack, not push him out, but get him out in January to a club that's going to play him. We've got to see what yeah. he can do. It's, it's, yeah, he's got to play. And if, if uh, AFC Wimbledon move on with someone else, that could be a problem. Anyway, uh, in other news today, Adrian, 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 Adrian. Uh, moved, got signed by Liverpool FC. No one saw that coming. So last week, I was told by a senior source that he was struggling to find a club. And the best offer he'd had was about a, a quarter of his wages, about £12,500 a week. Um, out of the blue, and I know he'd been previously linked, but I'm told from people in the know, no official inquiry or bid came in until earlier this week, uh, or, or rather last week. Um, about Adrian's going to, to Liverpool. Obviously, he's replaced uh, Simon. Sim, how, is, it's not Simon, is it? Oh, don't talk to Mignolet. me about asking how to pronounce it. Um, so he went to Club Bruges earlier today. He was on 60 grand a week. Now, what I got told this afternoon from a senior source is that up to a few days ago, Adrian had been offered to join... Uh, and, and they wouldn't name it, a, a lower-ranking La Liga club for £20,000 a week. It was his best offer all summer. He was about to take it. was on the verge of signing a contract before Liverpool came knocking, offered him forty grand a week and a massive signing-on bonus. I mean, I don't begrudge him. I mean, fair play. Fair play to him, and I, I hope he does well there. Look, where would you I rather be a not- number two? Liverpool or some La Liga or club. West Ham? Well, you say West Ham? No, Liverpool, of well, course. Well, then you know, at the end of the day, we were happy to let him go. Let's face it, we didn't put up yeah. a fight to keep him, did we? Yeah, well, they're paying him ten grand less than us a week, and they've saved twenty grand a week from. So uh, it's a good deal for Liverpool, people. isn't it? Yeah, it's actually yeah. it's a no-brainer for Liverpool because they've got a keeper who, when you look at Mignolet, I think Adrian's. And Mignolet are about the same level. They've both got an error in them, but they can both have a good yeah. game as well. Yeah, yeah. Now, let's move on to transfer news. Um, we're about to sign, as we speak, actually, a medical still going on this evening with the Portuguese uh, centre-back, the 18-year-old. Now, oh, I don't know now? if I can pronounce him them. Uh, can you name him now? Cardoso? Oh, is it not embargoed? Is the embargo over? The embargo's over oh, because uh, the Portugal media this morning, early hours this morning, released it. A, a record um, released it. Um, well, so, I did uh, look at him last night. 
I don't know why I looked at him last night for some strange reason. Because I told you about it. Might have, well, I didn't think we right. were going to say yeah. that. But anyway. No, of course. No, there's no secret that we yeah. knew the name, as as did X and as did uh, Sam Incasol. So um, I went on the transfermarket.com because I know that's the website of your choice. No, no, I sent you a link to Transfer Market. Was it you that sent me? Or was it me? Mm. Oh, yeah. Mm. So I went on there. Yeah, so was. I clicked on the link. You know, normally I ignore what you send yeah. anyway. But anyway, I thought I'd have a look at it. And uh, it didn't set the world alight, to be fair. Um, he's got his, a really high release. value value um, on Transfer Market, you know, your go-to website for Transfer Market, is two and a half million euros. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't you say he's worth about 12 or 13? Or the club wanted 12 or 13 for him? No. I didn't say that. No, no. you didn't. I didn't no. say that. No. No, why? <laughs> no, I didn't. No. Because we're not ready to release that bit of information yet. <laughs> um, <laughs> quickly moving on. Um, right. Three million euros. That's what it was. What we're not gonna 13, deal three. I apologize. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to be the death of me one day, um, which is about 2.76 yes. million. Obviously, there's additional add-ons and there is a sell-on clause. But this is a, a guy who was wanted by Benfica. Uh, Watford looked at him last winter and apparently wanted him. Uh, he had a really good campaign for the under-19s in the European Championships in the summer for Portugal. Uh, He's tipped to be a full Portugal international. Uh, He played 15 games for Bovista, his parent club, um, as an 18-year-old in centre-back position. Got a good left foot, can play uh, possibly as a left-back as well, which is interesting. And the idea is he's been bought in, or has been, and he's doing a medical tonight, arrive at Signed tonight or tomorrow should be announced on Tuesday or Wednesday as our fifth signing. The idea is he'd been bought in, and this this will tell you something, as the fourth choice centre-back to challenge for third place by the end of the season. I'm just going to say that again so it sinks in. He's been bought in for the fourth choice centre-back to challenge for third choice centre-back by the end of the season. What does that mean, Nigel? He is one for the future, but but you haven't you've missed oh. what I've said, even though I said it twice. How can he be the fourth? Because there's three players in front of him. Back? Oh, there's more than three players in front of him. All right. So what does that say there about is. Winston Reid then? Right. See so what does it say about Winston? Reed? So I don't know if you've already done this, but obviously, um, yes, because you've got Fiat and. Balbuena, I don't know what that means. Um, we would probably think would be the starting or centre-back pairing of choice. Ogbonna yeah, as the third would, one. Yeah. Reed, who's supposed to be back fit and training, we would imagine fourth. Yeah, but he's not. Um, he, he does, I was told, and I ran out a story about Winston Reed, that Winston Reed is only starting his full training this week. So up to, he's been having specialist training with the squad during preseason and everything else. It's been they've been really careful, a bit like Andy Carroll having specialist training. He's only joining the full squad training. I'm not sure 
how much confidence they have in his knee. If I'm reading between the lines because I don't know, but it says something where he's, this guy's well, coming in. That's good business to the thing, really. Choice, it sort it, of says to me that, that's what you want to see realistically in a, in a club. Yeah. Um, it, yeah. it would be interesting to know who scouted him. But, but, but ask to me, uh, you know, who, who scouted him if he's one Sorry? for the future. Oh. Yeah, he was scouted. Yeah, okay. I do know who scouted him, but uh, I'm not going to say. But uh, oh, this right. is not a Husilius <laughs> signing. Let's just say that. <laughs> <laughs> In the same way, Diop oh, and uh, Fabianski wasn't someone a else wanted to take the credit. I wonder could be oh, moving <clears throat> on anyway moving on Trent obviously that will be our fifth signing uh Pellegrini uh was on West Ham TV um talking to the club um Rob Pritchard actually who who said and I'm gonna quote I'm happy with the squad but after all that, the target of the season, we must demonstrate in every game. On whether there'll be any additions, he said, we will see during the week. I think I've never seen such a team with so many players linked to it. Every player has an option to change club, but I think West Ham wants, but most of them are not true. I will analyse with the director of football, Husilius, and the owner, David Sullivan, and we'll decide this week what we must work on. Now, for a long time, Pellegrini keeps on saying, I'm happy with the squad, but we'll see, but we'll see. He's been very coy. Now, we know that we're about to sign one in the next day or two. I was told uh, quite consistently, and I've been quite consistent with that, after Obiang and uh, Marcus Brown went, I was told we've got two to three million quid for a squad player, but it's not a direct replacement for Obiang, which it wasn't. Um, then I was told it was a centre-back. Uh, then I was told it was a young centre-back. So uh, we all thought it was Aaron Long at the time, uh, the MLS, but it wasn't. Uh, the, again, they want $15 million uh, for Aaron Long. Uh, it was a struggle to get a work permit. Um, and, and he's the wrong side of 25 as well. He's 27. So I, I think that was a bit of creative reporting by Sky Sports. I don't I think we put in a low ball offer. I mean, so what his agent said, there was an England, there was an offer from England under three million dollars. Uh, so what's that? Two point something million. That was probably DS putting in a low ball offer when, when they want 15 million dollars um, for, for, for the player. So I don't think Aaron Long was ever going to happen. Interestingly, in the French uh, France football today, there was another report saying that we'd given up signing a French defensive midfielder, Valentin oh, yeah. Rogier. From have you heard of him? Yeah. So twenty-four-year-old, fifteen million euros, which is thirteen point eight million. Um, League One, obviously club. Um, and again, they're saying West Ham are giving you mean up. He's more than three million quid. Expensive, and I think we've got to a stage now. We're in a yeah. He's more than three million quid. So I mean, it's interesting. I, there seems to be an ounce of truth, right? I know most supporters want a defensive midfielder and a striker. 
And I think if one comes up cheap enough, there might be a little movement. So I know up to now I've been saying there there will be one more squad player and that's it. Now, those of us have been so long with with the current ownership knows <laughs> there's always a chance of a late, late signing. He Sometimes he loves the drama of deadline day. Uh, and I just think there could just be one more cheap signing. It won't be a big name signing, but one more cheap signing, either as a, a versatile midfielder, like, like this one that was linked, you know, someone who can play defensive midfield, attacking midfield, or central midfield role. So it's a bit of a utility player. Or um, a striker, uh, either alone or bid. Um, and with that in mind, and I've got a bit of exclusive for tonight, and literally this came to me so late, very, you're not told me. Late, just before we came on air, Nigel. Uh, and no, so late, I haven't even told you. Um, so we did say to the senior source, we said, um, so that's it, is it? That's us done after, after the fifth one. And what we were told is um, a bid was put in uh, for a striker today and rejected. Uh by the club because they wanted double the amount of money we bid. Now, I don't know who the striker is. I don't know who the club is, and I don't know the amount of bid. But that does say... What? You mean we're putting a silly offer for someone that a club valued to be double what we offered? Oh, right. Would you not class that as perhaps silly? Yes. Ah, well. Well, it's still a bid, isn't it? (laughs) So what I'm saying is... Never say never. The, the, we're, we're recording on Monday. The deadline is obviously Thursday. I still, even though I've been consistently saying the cupboard is bare, we've got no money, you know, we've still, we've just spent £2.7 million on a squad player showing we still haven't got enough money. I still know the chairman and I still know that he can't resist having one last roll of the dice. What that will happen, whether that will be a striker, whether that will be a defensive midfielder, how much that will cost, I don't know. We still have got, we're still skin, right? There's no doubt about that. Um, but the information I got just before I came on air gives me hope that we still may do something in the striker department. No, nothing surprises me. Do you know what? I Does do miss the days you, of Harry Redknapp. Where, you know, where Harry would turn up, you know, when he like, brought out the likes of like Danny or Paolo Futre, you know, someone like that. You know, I know we signed Chikorito, but, you know, that we know that's gone flat. But that's what we need. Someone to, that we all know and love. Yeah, well, we won't be signing. Chikorito won't be going. I've been told we haven't got enough time to find a replacement now. Uh, and I don't think anyone can afford his wages. I've also been told that uh, the the free Dannys won't be joining. Um, so Danny Welbeck, Danny Sturridge and Danny Drinkwater are not on the manager's radar and will not be joining. Uh, I mean, I out of those three, yeah. I must admit, I would have liked to have seen Sturridge. Would you? Yes. Sturridge is what, 29 now or 28? I think an injured Sturridge is better than Chikorita. Do you? I do. Um, Well, he ain't coming. 
I think they've they've said they don't want to. The days of um, employing people. I mean, they're worried. Sturridge is, by the way, twenty nine. Welbeck is twenty eight. I'm just looking it up. Uh, and um, problem with those Sturridge, players is, hang on, is the way Sturridge. Yeah, Sturridge. I was about to say that Sturridge is on one hundred and twenty grand a week at the moment. Welbeck is on a hundred grand a week basis. Well, can I just point out? I believe they've both been released by their clubs. They have. So currently they're on no wages per week at the moment. I know, but you know how the things go. Oh, they I know how they go. But then, you know, at the end of the day, sometimes, you know, I do it myself. Sometimes I have a look. I've got a figure I like to earn a week. You know, sometimes people say to me, oh, I'll give you that, which is less. And I know people that won't sell themselves short in my industry where I think, well, I'd rather take that than, than lose and get nothing. So sometimes you have to go to these players to say, but I think with loan signings, we can carry on. Is that right? Or or with free agents, not loans, with free agents. Free agents. Free agents can sign, loan signings can't. Any time, is that right? There, there are some rules because you've got to register your your squad but there are some yeah, but if more... you don't register a 25 man squad yeah you know you yeah. you know you've got these players sitting there <clears> doing <throat> nothing yeah you know surely we You're could right. go one of them you know in september are you still happy earning nothing i don't know i'm gonna have to look into that because i don't know what what the rules are on that anyway um pellegrini uh just an injury update uh fabianski uh, as you know, uh, late change missed the. F- was it the Fulham game? Which was the one he pulled out? Um, he, no, he, he, he pulled out. Uh, uh, I keep saying Earth five minutes. Yeah, um, five minutes beforehand. Yeah. So, uh, and Mark Noble was also been missing. So Pellegrini again talking to West Ham TV yesterday said, uh, Lucas Fagbianski is better than we expected. He has a small injury, but not too big. Mark Noble, he previously said, we see how he trains Tuesday, Wednesday, uh, but (laughs) it's going to be a big concern if we've got to rely on Roberto on Saturday when we play Man City, but uh, we'll see. On Mark Noble, he said, Mark Noble will start running this week. I think it will be difficult for him to start the first game, um, obviously, against... Well, the speed he runs, I doubt if he'd make it. (laughs) Fabianski will be a big miss. And I know, know, look, it's our bed and we've got to lie in it. We've signed Roberto and Dave Martin. uh, And maybe it's unfair of Roberto. Someone said, look, when we signed Adrian on a free transfers, we didn't stream all the games. We didn't get to watch his first games before he played for us. Are we being unfair on Roberto? But everything I've seen so far is not good. And he consistently, when we do the Clarence Hugh player ratings, he gets, you know, he battles uh, Carlos Sanchez and Chicharito for the lowest score of the week. Yeah, well, I can't say I've seen enough of him. I've not really paid attention in pre-season well, it'll be a baptism of fire playing Man City, won't it? I, I think my personal view is the club are playing well, down 
Fabianski. And I have a funny feeling he'll be missing yeah. on, on Saturday and because uh, they want to focus on him coming back free hit. Yeah, yeah? the bonus game. Come on. You know, let's, let's look at it. One of the best. Let's not start in the relegation zone no. on minus 15. Though. No, we're not going to, are we, at the end of the day? La- last season, well, right, who, who do we have? Who do we lose to? Bournemouth and Wolves early doors as well, wasn't it? Yeah. So perhaps there was a couple of weeks. You know, we had some hard away openers that we always lose where we've only got really Man City, you know, Brighton. Well, we lose against them generally, but come on, you know, we played them early last season. So hopefully we'll, we'll be better. I, 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 we'll, we'll be in the top 10 by, by the international break in September. I, I've got all faith, you know, and I'm supposed yeah. to be the pessimistic one. I know, I know. Oh. But then again, so, I need to uh, get get his toes on and start picking up points if he wants to hit his target of seventy six points this season. Well, funny you should funny say that because say that. Yes. because today we did a Clarence Hugh poll oh. um, for how many points the Hammers will score this season. And, and Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. My options were below 40, 41 to 45, 46 to 50, 51 to 55, 56 to 60, 61 to 65, 66 to 70, 71 to 75 or 76 or above. What do you think most people voted? 50. 61 to 65. 61 to 65. 30% of the vote. Another 30, uh, 29.5% of votes said 56 to 60. Next is 15.5%, 51 to 55. 14% of the vote thinks we can get to 66 to 70. So 14% of people think we can get to 70. 5% of the vote, 46 to 50. Get this. 2.5% of the vote say we can get between 71 and 75. And 2% of the vote say we can get 76 or above. Only 1% of the vote says 41 to 45. And only 0.45 votes say we will get below 40 points. Where would you put your vote? 
Can you say that again? <laughs> Where would you put your vote? Uh, listen, we'll get whatever we get. You know, I don't know. Go on, give me a. I don't go set on. targets, do I? You know, we get as many points as, as we're likely to achieve. If you set targets, you're setting yourself up to fail. And that's right. why well, I mean. Is it a problem because to have an ambitious target? Is it a problem? Wherever it comes from. <laughs> See, this is the thing, wherever it comes from. Because you tweeted Manuel Pellegrini's target in a Premier League points tally of 76 points. Hang on, hang on. Let, that let is what you one. tweeted. Manuel Pellegrini is targeting. All right, hang on. Number one, I was in the New Forest. Oh, right? so the, and I, the New Forest like did predictive text then. So instead of no, no, I had, Pellegrini's been told, you put he's targeting. I had, had, I had had a few fruit ciders oh, at the time. I tweeted yeah. it. Uh, and I actually got it wrong because I said 76. It was just, a, I don't know why there's been so much hoo-ha over one tweet. Um, actually, I was told, I got it wrong. I said 76. It was 71. Oh. So who targeted, so where did Pellegrini say that then? Because that's what I couldn't work out. No, Pellegrini hasn't oh, said that. Pellegrini hasn't said it. And and funny enough, someone in the club asked me the same question. Said, well, where was that? Yes. All right. So I understand that between the manager and the club, a target of 71 has been mentioned. Now, there is no penalty of not reaching 71. There is no, you know, consequence of not reaching that. But it's it's an ambitious target that the club in total, including the manager, would like to work to, is my understanding. And, and that's all I'm prepared to say. Let's move on. Um, well, you'd like to say let's move on, but I don't get it because... Why would that be come out? This is what goes back to sometimes when I'm wary of you and the message. You know, you are just a messenger, as you say. I am. But sometimes. What, 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 do, you want, what, what do you want me to say? Well, nothing, I think, actually. Because I think I've been... Whatever, well, again. Well, <laughs> it'd be a bit boring, I suppose, for on Claret and you. But, I mean, no, it's just, you know, you rightly took a lot of stick for it. Yeah, yeah. I did. You rightly so. And and I didn't really... I had a beer or two, and um, and I probably didn't think about it when I sent it out. It was a throwaway tweet, and, and I didn't... Be, do you know what? A lot of people actually said, well done. Uh, uh, he's ambitious and a lot of people said what is the manager smoking etc so some people said well that's coming from somewhere else it's not the manager some people said well done the manager that's ambitious some people said what is he smoking um, and you know it was a throwaway tweet come on guys it's social media well you know anyway um, I think that's it for transfer Let, let's see what uh Thursday brings us. I think um, my prediction is obviously we've we've signed the the young Portugal centre back uh, tomorrow. That'll be our fifth signing. Whether we can sign a sixth signing, I think it's got to be someone that Pellegrini's thinks enough quality and not just a bit of rubbish that sometimes we've signed in the past. I, if, if I was a betting man, I would give us a fifty fifty chance of signing six signing by by Thursday. I know that's sitting right on the fence, but I really can't call. Uh, if if you'd asked me yesterday, I would have said no chance. But armed with the information I had just before I came to the podcast, I think there could be a, a 50% chance of a six signing uh, before the Thursday deadline. I know that, yeah, that excites you. It fills me with 
Right. It's time for this. Yeah. Yeah. It's Facebook Twitter question time. Why you, the eight listeners, ask us, the two presenters, questions or give us statements of fact relating to a Facebook group where we wrote a message which said... It said... <laughs> I was enjoying your snooker commentary then, your impression of a snooker commentary, because I had it up, because it said, here we go, Nigel and Sean are back tonight to discuss the latest on transfers with the Thursday dead di- deadline date. We've got your disease deadline day looming we also review missing out on the betway cup which we didn't really review because we couldn't be bothered to watch it and our family point galleys can tally which we've just done sending your questions or statements of fact before 7 30 and we've had quite a few people talk to us yeah have we more than eight yeah more than 10 by the looks of it all right uh made our friend says, uh, not West Ham related, but podcast related. Ooh, here we go. Oh. Now, I normally see Sean as an acquaintance and Nigel as a friend, <laughs> but that was severely tested during last week's podcast. I can put up with the Maid Marian jibe, uh, which came about because actually, when I was in News View, he used to poke fun of News View to be fair. So I used to dig him back in Overland and see with Maid Marian. Yeah, and even yeah. certain references to sheep and Nigel's dodgy Nigel's dodgy Welsh accent. I think he meant accent, but I strongly to object yeah. to being labelled Dodsy sidekick. I'm no Robin or Penfold. Yeah. I'm more Danger Mouse than Timmy Dampster. Well, there you go. Pratt okay. Marion is Danger go. Mouse, and Dodsy is the Amster. Uh, we yeah. will see. Mark Mirosevic Sorgo. I'm not going to... That's the best you're going to get out of me, Mark. But yeah, that was good. That's, that's, that is about right, isn't it? You know, he's obviously a friend from the yeah. Balkans. Uh, all good teams yeah. have a strong spine, and we are clearly are lacking a little in that respect. If Fabianski, and he spells it right, but then again, it's possibly because he's like from that part of the world, is injured, the keeper cover appears to be a sieve leaking goals. Our central defensive pair are strong, but without quality backup for injury or suspension, unless Reed returns to his best. Our midfielders width and guile, but the muscle is on ageing legs, and our forward line again will be lacking during injury and suspension times, which you know is a good point to make. That being said, I'm yeah. hoping for an entertaining team with more points than last year and a couple of places up the table. So basically, he's expecting West Ham to perform as they normally do with some great displays interspersed with some dire ones. Uh, which Peter Willis says, I think you're spot on there, Mark. Uh, our friend from Greece, Belinda. Hello. I'm disappointed if the reports are true. The Indian is sorry for the Liverpool. Has number two goalkeeper. I wish he'd stay with us. She'd like to look at his face. I can't back up goalkeepers, I suspect. And no shed for Adrian, no. 
Good professional. Looking forward to the game. Woohoo! I'm excited. There you go. Thanks a lot, Bill. All the white and grease. <sighs> or <coughs> Wolf and Forest. Uh, Christopher Dineen. Uh, hi, fellas. Last week, I said I was really looking forward to the season ahead, because that's how he spelt it. Uh, after watching highlights of our preseason games, I'm concerned about our defence. <laughs> we all, Christopher. So I yeah. hope we do a lot yeah, better are. in the midfield and attack, because from what I've seen, we look great on the break. So did Alex Hurricane Higgins. Saying that, I've been seeing and hearing what predictions that pundits on radio and Twitter are talking about who will finish higher out of the remaining four teams in the top 10 and who has a better attacking lineup. Apparently, Leicester, Everton, and Wolves all have a better attacking lineup than us, which he thinks is bollocks. And I think Wolves are the only team that could match us in attack. But Everton are just showing that Moisey Keane, is it? So I don't know. And I think we could finish seventh this season above Wolves, who didn't, perhaps he's from Scotland, Chris, uh, have the squad depth to deal with Europa and the Premier League, and we have a better team than Everton and Leicester. What do you lads think? P.S. Now, he's called me Niggle. I hope that's a typo. I hope the full stop are I at the right place and to your liking. Uh, no, they weren't. But well done, Christopher. <laughs> I wonder if you are from Scotland. Studied at De La Salle School. Oh, I don't know where that is. We'll look that up. But anyway, well done. Uh, I'd like to disagree with you. Actually, I think Everton, you never know with Everton whether they're going to gel. They've bought about five or six players, but they've bought predominantly first-team players where we've only signed two first-team players, haven't we? If we're being honest. Yeah? Yeah. So... Yeah, it's, yeah. it's still up in the air. You don't know. You get these players. You know, Moisey Keane might come from Juventus. And his youngest player, I think, to score for Italy. He scored on his debut in March. He's 18, 19. But the Premier League's a different beast. And it, it could turn out to be a bit, you know, vinaldinale. Ed Hughes, yeah. in reference to last week's sponsored toothpaste, the obvious answer would be Arm and Hammer. Uh, there you go, isn't it? They're missing out a trick there, Arm and Hammer. Like be our official yep. toothpaste. Yep. You should get onto that, Sean. Yeah, I'll, I'll uh, talk to the yeah, baronet. You do that. Yeah. Uh, Roger B- Ribeiro, who I think is our friend in Brazil. Oh, no, Perth, Western mm-hmm. Australia. But anyway, I was close. It's nearer to Brazil than we are. Looking forward to your contributions this season. Hope to hear from John and George. So do we. Also, I would like to see 60 points plus this season. Good. By the way, just an update. Um, John is in America. In fact, he's in Las Vegas as we speak, and and he has been in San Diego. So uh, he's back next week. Um, I spoke to George earlier, who promised he will be back next Monday. So he is going to make a return. He was having a sabbatical over the... uh, uh, summer, but he says when the season starts, he'd be back um, on the podcast. So we we should he should be joining Basically, us next Monday. People, they are more interesting than us and have better lives, and we are two dull people who've got nothing better to do on a Monday night during the summer. And they and and they and they both don't have a season well, ticket anymore. Let's yeah, not forget I, that. Well, you know, they're, they're, I'm sure they'll be attend. Uh, 
Our friend yeah. from Greece is back, Belinda. She says, P.S. Can we clear up my alleged Greekness? For the record, I'm married to a Greek Liverpool fan, but I am an East London girl. But she... <laughs> she loved... <laughs> oh, gonna have to stop doing loving it. the folks Greek accent, though. See? Right. So you've got to stop doing it now because she is not Greek. She's in East London. You've got to do it. Well, right, but that's me now. generally, isn't it? Yeah, but in a, in a young lady. Um, All right. Bell Kaki is here. No, don't say I'm right. I'll have to work on it. I'll try it next year. Right. Okay. Ed Awful, okay. regular on. to the show. Is our current squad second 11 better than our first 11 during the promotion year of 2012-13? If the answer is yes, could that be considered next level? Oh, Ed. I, it, it pisses me off when people say this about next level. When the owners use next level... They meant take this club from, not from the position it was, but from the standing that the club is seen as, which is in the position where we currently reside, mid-table, and propel us into the echelons of the Champion League team. That was their meaning of next level. And that's why I always argued no. And I don't think our second eleven are better than the first eleven during the promotion year. Do you? Yeah. I, I agree. Um, and I think our promotion year, from being really pedantic, was 2011-12, Ed. That was the promotion year. This the first year after promotion would have been 2012-13. Uh, but that was under Allardyce as well. So we were handicapped by the manager straight away. And the style of football we played. And the, you know, what did we sign? Matt Jarvis that year, did we? You know, the man <laughs> yeah, that was bought because so. he could put more crosses into the box the previous season than the other player. Yeah, but he was yeah. bought from a relegated team. And now we got to see why they got relegated because the bloke that was putting the crosses into the box might have crossed more crosses, but they were the worst crosses in the world. No disrespect to him. Uh, our friend in the West, Mr. Dodds. Kia Ora, guys. He's still pumping that New Zealand stuff, even though he's back in his uh, Yeovil. Yo, I, I think they talk a bit mm-hmm. like that, innit? They like their, their Zyder out there, that far west. And they're scrumpy. The fan zone on Saturday. What a joke. It's a village fight. Bouncy castle jamboree for kids, which is fine. But don't call it a fan zone. Call it a kid's zone and give us a proper fan zone. The bar still can't cope, and an old bottles are better. But why £5.20 and not £5 to speed things up? Why don't they put another shop on the side of the stadium as the queues were so long? Why would you want to go in the shop, though, Dodsy? It just sells crap, mate. The away ticket's got... I've lost my voice. The away ticket ballot's a joke. As I type, they still haven't drawn it again, as they both went wrong, but no communication. Why are they still shit at communicating with fans? Do you know about this? I don't know about that, no. I mean, well, I know I there's know. a bit of big who are and you. It, it could be. I, I will contact him because that's a great ballot. story. It says here they still haven't drawn it again as they both went wrong. So he could be talking only about Brighton and Watford. Well, I, I, I obviously a lot of people are upset they missed out of um, 
Brighton. I don't know about the Watford one so much. He then mentioned something about Super Six. I don't know what he's talking about. But anyway, finally, but Super Six. I think you should yeah. mention that. Super on, Six. Super Six. And finally, we're scraping over that. And finally, why did we let Adrian go? He's clearly better than Roberto, and now he's off to warm the bench at Liverpool. Anyway, rant over. Once an hammer, always an hammer. How, how did you do in no, your first early, week? I it, think listen. I'm not. I scored double the points well, you did. I'm at 19, and and you scored. Hang on, going if all the way down. Hang me, on. Oh. I'm 47th. 47th. I'm yeah, 19th. Look, early days. Last season, I scored, I scored double. Last your season, points. I was in the top two. Last season, you. at the I'll start of the season, I was in the top two, and look what happened. So, pace myself, son. I'll, 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 let, let, let. All right, all right. Have you have you I entered have, them yeah. for this week? There's still time to uh, join uh, Super 6. Uh, the PIN code is 140PN8. That's 140P for Papa, M for November, 8. You can join the Super 6 League. Not available outside the UK because it's gambling. Uh, so it has to be UK only. There you go. There's All right. Plan. Thanks for that. Uh, Lewis Trap. Uh, Adrian has gone down massively, in my estimation. He didn't want first-team football at all. He will be on less than his 50 grand a week he was with us and will play a lot less than he did with us, which will be never. Well, how many games did he play last season? Uh, just a well, couple of That was three, then. You know. Four? Fourth round of the FA Cup? I don't know. I don't know. I know he paid 150... Uh, in total. Well, let's face it. So, no guarantee of trophies there either. I mean, he's gone to Liverpool. They will play in more cups than we play in. So, therefore, you would think he's got more chance of playing a game than he has with us, the way we behave in cups. Uh, he was... But, by the way, he, he, he got, and as I said earlier, he got um, pretty much his wages he got West Ham and a signing on fee. So, Actually, he got over 40 grand um, for, for Liverpool. Liverpool were playing 60 to Mignolet. And, and he's he's got a signing on fee of a seven figure, so seven, a million or more. I think um, when Liverpool come calling, you got to go. I, 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 of course you I, have. Well, he snapped their yeah, hands I, off. I, I come don't on. blame him for that. You know, he, he, he left us to go and find something better. Nothing came up. And, you know, luck would have it. They they finally moved Mignolet on, so they were in the market. And there was always stories about Liverpool looking at him anyway, weren't there? I know, but apparently, yeah, there has been. But apparently, none of them were actually, you know, it might have been coming out of Liverpool, but no one had approached his agent. So he sort of thought, well, maybe they're just rumours. He says he was clearly always happy being a number two and he's not good enough for a top four side. Saying that, Fabianski will concede five on Saturday, but at least they won't be his fault. How many do you think we will concede in the first 30 minutes on Saturday, lads? Um, do you know what? Oh, I, I, I can see it being a, a tighter game. A tighter game. I, I think we'll only be 2-0 down after 30 minutes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. He also says Cahill is now signed to Palace. Is that right? 
Gary Kittle. Well, I don't know. This is what he said. He left it two hours ago. So he says, Kale signed for Palace while we signed the next Daniel Henry. Oh, I love our board. Well, um, Kale was never going to happen anyway in the same way that um, a lot of the journey... I, I, I got in trouble from someone calling them journeymen. Uh, more of the older, more experienced players on large wages and egos. Yeah, why do we want to sign decent players anyway that know the Premier League? I mean, come on. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, and yes, people still think we're going to finish top seven. Uh, Mitch Taylor, he's very sensible. I like you, Mitch. I think ninth this season, behind the top six, Everton Leicester. Wolves will get found out this year. 11th to 19th will be a scramble with Sheffield United will get spanks every week, although he is looking forward to seeing Ravel Morrison have a chance to show what he can do. Yeah, but wait till, you know, let's hope, you know, well, whatever. What we want to do is we want to hope we're playing uh, Sheffield United after they've played in Manchester because uh, there's a good chance Ravel won't be seen. Uh, for that week after United have been through the city. Yeah. I'm at Sheffield United. Anyway, Dan Perry, with this on. year's kit replicating that of past FA Cup success. I'm concerned we've played an open hand and everyone will know how serious we are taking the Cups this year. Uh, I don't think it's true. I think the reason they've done that is because they got embarrassed by the way they ignored our history when they left. And obviously, this is to just try and fob us off. Uh, Gary Prince, we've conceded 17 goals in four matches against Man City at the London Stadium. How many do you think we'll concede Saturday? 17 goals in four matches. We've said that already. So, what's that per game? Four. Four. Yeah. I, 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 I'd like to think we won't concede more than three on Saturday. All right. Yeah. Three or four, I reckon. I think we won't be bombing forward, I'm, I'm hoping. Well, you say that when you look at the attacking players. But, but the, the way I see it is a lot of teams, they try and sit back, don't they? When they play... Um, because they play that pressing game, the same as Liverpool, the high press, they, they try and sit back and, and defend deep where you think, well, actually, if we play, you know, what could be our famous five, you know, Ala Fornells, Lanzini, Yarmolenko, Anderson, we might be able to get some goals here. Yeah, that's what, that's the way I see it. Anyway. Nick Harvey, I know you're trying to push me on. I am, because yeah. we're at the one hour you pre on, I was jumping past on. Nick Stanley. So how would Nick have felt? Because Nick would have listened in, waiting for his big moment, and because you were pushing me on, I'd have missed him. And he'd have thought, oh, fucking hell, not writing on them again. With Rob Green winning the Europa League last season, do you think, there's a lot of things about Adrian, what do you think Adrian can win? Anything this season? As West Ham have had an issue with strikers since the Gollivan takeover, is there one striker that you wish we'd given more time to before cutting them loose? Um, one striker. Well, well, what strikers have gone on and do better well, look, when they when left West Ham? When you've signed 40-odd strike. Bellamy? Bellamy? Well, they didn't sign him. 
Oh no! So in the Gulliver, oh, right? Okay, in Golden Sullivan's era, um, someone has actually gone on and done something after they've left West Ham. And that is how bad we are at signing strikers. Yeah, because I can't think of a single one. In 10 years, they're averaging four strikers a season. And, you know. Allaire is going to be different, though. Yes, possibly. But then again, the other 40 are not really much competition for him, are they? Yeah, so I'm going to say, I'm going to look into the future and it, say Alaire, because one day, if he is the finished article, I think we won't be able to keep on to him for ages. And we're going to finish it with an hashtag. Million. What happened to the Yarny shirt competition? Ah, <laughs> good point. Do you know what? So, uh, the, the person who was going to give me the Yarny shirt offered to give it to me on Saturday because I asked him to post it to me, and he said, no, I'll give it over to you in person. So he's planning to give it to me uh, at the weekend at the Man City match. Uh, but <laughs> we're in a really weird position now, um, and, and and it will be interesting. I'm, I'm glad to hear to this. Should we still do the competition? I, I, I think you've got, to, you've got to go back to the original, original competition. This is the way I, I, I don't like yeah. all this, you know, yeah, go on. second referendum bollocks. You know, we've had a referendum. Yeah. No, no, no. I think it no. should go. But I'm not sure. That. It's sort of mean. It's a, it's a meaningless prize now because who wants a match worn Arnie shirt? It's well, weird. you know, listen, when you offer it, people will soon snap it up. Yeah, you're right. So, so I do need to look. Begin I, I with an N and a K. Yeah. So I do know uh, the person who uh, has promised me this has spoken to me. He's going to give it to me, um, hopefully, if we meet up at the the Man City game. Once I've it in my hands, then I think we'll make a draw yeah. and announce it uh, and follow through. Yeah. You're right. Even if it's a bit weird now that he's left the club. Makes it go. a bit more valuable, perhaps. Yeah. Chris Hooper, if we can stay injury-free, we could be potentially looking at top six. Oh, I don't know. I'm, we're, yeah. we're getting on a bit in age. Well, I thought we would be in the top six of West Ham podcasts, you'll know, don't you? No, not, not a chance. West Ham podcasts, I reckon. I mean, how many podcasts are uh, they coming out? What work I think, I think we've got a chance um, of um, ending up top two of podcasts called More Than Just a Podcast. Only in the top two. Yeah. 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 I'll take that, I suppose. Do you know there's about three in America now? Well, no. More than just a podcast. Listeners. Um, but there's only there one is, original one. At, there's at only the, one worth listening to. Uh, it's, uh, and the American that? West Ham Way podcast. Uh, the American West Ham. <laughs> oh! <laughs> the, American the American West Ham podcast. Who are the other two there? Oh, Green Street Hammers. And there's another one. I oh, didn't realise, but they are American. And there's another one. Okay. And but the one? reason why American uh, West Ham podcast is the best because they've got someone writing historical articles from now. Oh, are you writing for them now? <laughs> do you write for the well, West Ham, uh, sorry, the American write. podcast? Yeah, they have. Website, then? <laughs> no, I'm right. Oh, is that right? Is that why you haven't uh, been no, writing I'd for Ian Dale? Uh, West, um, West I had an article Saturday for them, for Ian. 
do you, do you, do you remember when you used to like oh, those were the days you? when they liked me before they banned me yeah. do you remember the days we used to write for um um Who? overland and sea Overland and Sea. Well, if Overland and the Sea was still going, I'd probably still be writing, and as would have been. Do, do you remember you had an idea to have your own? Uh, yeah, I did, didn't I? And yeah. you did one online. How long did it, did it last? Two six. episodes. Yeah. Was it six? You know me. I yeah. get in. I get out. You know, it was like mock the wet man wink. You yeah. do it. You see the damage it can cause. <laughs> you know, typical me. Yeah. We, anyway, we we there's an exciting project, West Ham project coming up. I guess we can't talk about it yet. You know, you from you know. Yeah, who. please don't talk about it. Yeah, no. we can't. But but uh, I know you've been helping, and I've tried to do my bit with with contacts yeah. behind the scenes. But I'm really excited when that's released. Do we? I know this means nothing to anyone, but um, no. can we say anything at all? Nothing at nothing all. at all. Not even the medium no. it will be delivered in. Because it might be extra large, but we don't know yet. But we, we, we can't me. even say what kind of format this new West Ham no. thing will be delivered. All right, okay. Well, well it is, but it's not boring. our place to, is it? All right, okay. Well, more of that later. There's something new, new coming on the West Ham you, you, Hopefully, you'll hear it from us, you know. First, yeah, because I think the person that's put in, you know, who's the brainchild and everything, he deserves to make all the decisions. It will be a clarity oh, exclusive. Yeah. <laughs> oh, in you, it will be. Anyway, move on. Right, come in. Uh, yeah. So, this West Ham team, sorry, Chris Hooper again. This West, for some reason, he's put H team. This West H team is much better than the Leicester team that won the league. You never know; it could be our year. Do you know, I look at Chris Hooper. He looks about mid mid thirties. He's got one mutual friend, Sean Whetstone. I mean, Chris, come on! How long yeah. have you been a West Ham fan? You can't be saying things like that, dear. Oh dear! It's the hope that kills your people. Paul Sanders. So the spread betting odds are by at fifty points, which is two less than we achieved last season. What do the bookies know? Is this based on the business that the other top half teams have done or have they dropped the ball and I should lump on the Amers? Uh, for me, I think that's based on the business that that they've done and also perhaps looking at our pre-season friendlies where we are susceptible at the back. So, you know, as I say, I think we'll be fun to watch. You know, we, we could, you know, like the Newcastle with the mid-90s, we could be like that where everybody likes to watch us I doubt it but you never know Tom Unwood is it true Payette left because David Gold was trying to sleep with his wife won't be you sure no no it's no it was not true there is no found out in fact that's scurrilous and right. not true Matt Kemp I still feel we need a defensive midfielder Sanchez won't cut it Badu and Die eh? as I said I refer people to say it's never over to the fat lady sings. We've got till Thursday. Could be a light, slight right. twist in the tail. But well, Matt, not Coop's, bucks. Matt Kemp's been scouting because he says Badu and Dia, who we were linked to in 2018, is available on the cheap from Stoke, having had a successful loan at Galatasaray. Senegal International ticks mm. a lot of boxes. Or will Pellegrini use Karen as a squabbler? Now, I'd just like to say, now, normally, I would have done an African voice there. 
But I am learning, Sean. Good, good. I will pass I it on. Pass it on. See if anything Badoom and die it. I will. I'll pass that on to uh, Michael Malin. Hello, boys. I'm going for 46 to 49 points. Hopefully, eighth. Another defender, me thinks. Then Mitch Taylor yeah. picks him up and said, That's not enough points for eighth. Trolling a bit there, Mitch. <laughs> no, but then me. Michael went back and said, I did say, Hopefully. Yeah. I, I mean, we got 52. Um, the little little pop quiz, because I know you haven't no. read Clarence and Hugh today. Uh, what this was week. our highest Premier League? Our highest Premier League? Uh, well, obviously, that was the last season at the Bowling, where we got 62, was it? Ding, ding, Thank ding. You. Well done. Not next is after that, oh. I like to look them. Believe under Redneck, we got 57. Or 55. Right. You're right. We got seventh in the 90, yeah. 2015, 2016 when Pyatt had obviously the great season. We finished seventh and we got 62 points. Yeah. Well done. But I don't know. I haven't read Claret and you. Not only today or this week. Yeah. Uh, or last week. Uh, so, any other. Well, I'll just Anything? check in Twitter. You never know. Someone might have put something. We don't really tweet a lot because I've lost the, the code. I can't get in there. You'll have to send me the ah. <laughs> uh, tweets and replies. Here we go. No, nothing. To be fair, we didn't tweet it out on Twitter. You'll right. have to give me the password and I'll let it be able to get back in there. Uh, yeah. So that's it. Uh, not too late to join the fancy Premier League um, uh League as well, and we've got one. Why don't for, you put that um, on Facebook? I do. You said that before. Did you put it on there? Because um, I've not done a team this season. No, I didn't. So yeah. I'm going to do it now because uh, the code is FWY259. So that starts on Friday, uh, obviously, when because there's a Friday kickoff, and, and you can compete with us in that. Um, Apart from that, that's all we've got time for. Uh, we probably won't do a Thursday special live from the transfer window. I'd love to do that, but I know it would bore the pants off of uh, uh, Nigel and uh, George, no. so I doubt we'd be doing it. Um, so um, are we going to do quick predictions? I know we did them before for, for Man City. Let, let's do it again. Uh, on, lose 4-3. Uh, I say we will lose... 3-1. That's terrible that we're starting off both predicting Sensible, losses, but I think, I think we're being realistic. My heart says 1-0 win, but I, I know that won't happen. All dreams. Um, that's it. That's all the time. One one hour 15 coming up, one hour 16. Uh, I have been Sean. Uh, Nigel has been... Uh, Elvis. Uh, and that's all the time we have um, this week. Uh, we'll be back on Monday with George and maybe John. Until then, goodbye. Come on, you irons. More than just a podcast. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 